welcome, welcome, welcome to a very eventful episode of A&B Sports Media, the podcast. My name's AJ. And I am Bill. And let's get to the news. Hooray! We're going to go start off with our Today in Sports History, though, yes. first. Yes, Just, that is news still, because it is news events that happened. Ooh. Uh, okay, Today in Sports History on June 6th. Uh, I'm going to say this one because I still don't know what a regatta is. I meant to look it up, but I didn't. Uh, 1848, because we're going way back in time, when men were men, and they probably weren't men, but who knows. No, they, they always wore suits all the time and fedoras. Well, they were men, because today's the day of uh, D-Day as well. That is true. When they stormed the beaches, so they were men. That was 100 years ago before that, though. Remember, 1848? I didn't hear the, I didn't hear the, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're bad at history, too. <laughs> New York Yacht Club, Yacht, oh, boat probably racing. New York Yacht Club holds its first annual regatta, won by the Schooner Carnella. Neat. Oh, great. Belmont Stakes. We're getting a horse racing later. Patsy Duffy aboard Tyrant wins comfortably by three lengths for St. Augustine. Woo. Yay. I'm going to keep skipping horse racing for right now. 1901, British Golf, oh, British Opens, men's golf. Uh, there you go. Morford Scotsman James Braid wins his first of five open titles by three strokes from Harry Varden of Jersey. Not New Jersey, sadly. Uh, oh, UK ooh. Jersey. This is a nice one for... This isn't sports, though, but it is part of it. Hmm. 1923, Edgar Wallace becomes the first British radio sports journalist reporting on the Derby for the uh, for the British Broadcasting Company. Wow. So, 1923, you probably heard somebody going, and here comes Seabiscuit down the line, 10 furloughs to go, and here comes AJ! And, oh, my God! And that's how it started, a canon event. Exactly. If only I got into broadcasting, it would sound <laughs> a lot better. Oh, we got more golf. US, uh, 1924, U.S. Opens, Men Golf, Oakland Hills, C.C. Unknown Englishman, Cyril Walker, wins his only major title, three strokes ahead of the runner-up and defending champion, Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones. We had a French tennis open going on in 1925. René Lacoste wins first of three French titles, beating fellow Frenchman Jean Barotta. 7-5, 6-1, and 6-4. And guess what? Same year, we have the women's. French Open. Um, and this one was Suzanne Lenglin beats Kitty McCain, 6-1-6-2. First time French title staged as a Grand Slam event. Whoa. There we go. Up oh, more French titles. Uh, Helen Willis. Damn French. Moody beats Simone. Matthew. No, I don't think she's French. I think it's just somebody that won. Uh-huh. Same thing with men's tennis. Uh, Henry Kochet wins his seventh and final Grand Slam in the singles. Oh, I, I want you to say Gregorio that. Gregorio Stefani. I want you to say that name. 1932. Oh, my God. Try to say I that. feel like that is fake, but 1932. <laughs> Legizel soccer team forms in Spankenburg. Is that an I or an L? It's L. I'm assuming it's IJ or LJ? I have no idea. I yeah, I don't know. But it's it's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of letters that more horse racing. Ooh. Here's a oh no, they forfeit the game. Never mind. We're not gonna talk about that one. Nineteen no, <laughs> no nineteen thirty seven Philadelphia Phillies trailing eight to two to St. Louis forfeit game. Great. Um more Belmont stakes. Uh, I don't care about horses right this second. New York Giants used plastic batting helmets for the first time in 1941. Lit. Whoa. Oh, D-Day, 1944. World War II. All major baseball league games are canceled in honor of the D-Day landings in northern France. Yep. There you go. Um, what is it? Basketball Association of America is found, formed in New York City. 
Ah, 1966, the NFL and AFL announced their merger. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is it? And then within the same year. Yep. And oh, no, three, nah, years, three years later, later three years Joe Namath resigns from NFL after Namath. Pete... Namath? Joe Namath. Joe Namath resigns from the NFL after Pete Rozelle. Football commissioner said he must sell his stake in a bar. Neat. Okay, more uh, stuff revolving tennis. We're going to go on that. 1971, Willie Mays hits his 22nd and last extra inning home run. That's actually a little neat fact. More women's French tennis, more French tennis, men's. Okay, there's a lot of French. A lot of tennis. Okay, the French Open is on June 6th. All right, we just found this out. (laughs) Okay. Oh, oh, I read Eddie Murphy, not Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray sets record. 1992, New York Mets first baseman Eddie Murray uh, uh, records his 1,510th run batted in his during a 15-1 thrashing of the Pittsburgh Pirates to pass Mickey Mantle as all-time RBI leader among MLB switch hitters. Well, would you look at this? There we go. Uh, golf, tennis, tennis, golf, Belmont Stakes. Horsies, horsies. LeBron James sets a record in 2018. Eclipses Michael Jordan's record, 109, for most 30-point games in the NBA playoff history. In Cleveland Cavaliers, 110-102 Game 3 Finals. Lost to the Golden State Warriors. And we're going to end on that one. All right. That is our day in sports history. Well, I got I got another uh, little thing that for, that didn't yes, tell you. It's, a, it's a little, little Phillies uh, day in sports history. Four years ago today. Oh, God. Can you tell me who signed a contract? Bryce Harper. No. Damn it. That, I mean. Jason Giambi. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was Carson Wentz. This t- what? Four years ago today, he, him and the Eagles agreed to a four-year, $128 million contract. Oh, you're talking Two about year- Philadelphia. Yep. You said Phillies facts, and I'm thinking baseball. I'm sorry. No, I said Philly uh, trivia. Uh, Philly sports yeah. Okay, you're going to see the real bad side of me now, folks. I'm bad at trivia. Go yeah. for it. No, that's it. That was oh. it. That, that, that Carson Wentz. All right, second yeah. guess. I got it. So, yeah. And then two years after that, he got traded, and, and mm-hmm. now we know where we're at. Yeah, doing well. We got, Where's he at we now? Got, Still Washington? Uh, no, I think they. I think they cut him. Oh, they finally cut him. Yeah, I think he's. Not, I think rec- there was something that came out recently that said he's he's good with being a, a backup moving forward. Obviously, you know, competitive side he's going to try and push forward, but I think he knows where he's at right now. Yeah, the backseat of Nick Foles. Um, yeah, I can't even. He got us all the way up there, and then Nick Foles said, "I'll take it from here." Yep, an injury derailed what could have been an MVP season. Who, who would have? Ever since that injury, he was just never the same. Man. No. And you know what? Actually, no, I lied. It was the uh, the concussion against the Seahawks in yeah. the playoffs. He was never the same man. Well, yeah. Well, it was spinal injury, too, wasn't it? So, it well, after 2017, he had, I think, like a, a spinal, like he has some uh, fractured vertebrae. Yeah, yeah. But that, it was the, the Seahawks. It was Chidavian Clowney. Mm-hmm. He had, did a very scummy, like, hit against yeah. them. And ever since then, he just he just wasn't wasn't right. Fair enough. But, I mean, it's a concussion. That's your brain. That's, that's yeah, scary. Yeah, that's, that's scary. Uh, Honestly, that happens with anybody, too. If you get, like, a very, like, severe injury, mm-hmm. you will freak out about it over oh, again. Oh, 100%. 100%. When people get knocked out in fighting, they will remember that moment for the rest of their lives, and they will react heavier in those moment, in certain moments because they're like, oh, I don't want that to happen to me again. Yeah, it's just trauma. Like, yeah. your body legit tries to go away from the same exact trauma. I agree. Um, other Eagle stuff. Hurts and uh, AJ Brown actually took BP uh, with the Phillies today. They have a game today. Phillies are facing the Detroit Tigers. Hurts, who normally looks like Superman on the football field, looked like 
a pee wee, uh, uh, you know, kindergartner, yeah. like with baseball. Um, he he's, he he's a lefty. Why did that guy was it Taiwan Walker? Mm-hmm. Why did he look like like a younger Bartolo Colon? Colon. Colon. Yeah, um, he looks like Bartolo Colon except younger. I don't know. I never even put that two and two together. To keep give you an idea. We're watching the we put on the Phillies too um, since their game just started. But yep. uh, yeah, apparently Hertz is a lefty hitting, which was weird. And then he he literally throws exactly like he throws a football with uh, a baseball. Right. But something I, I that was cool that I actually um, learned today too was there, since like obviously Hertz and Brown were there taking BP. AJ Brown was a, a, a draft prospect for the Padres. Was he really? Yeah, I was like, his swing looks really nice. Like huh. for like you know someone that only, I was like, he has to play baseball. Yeah, and yeah, he he was a, a draft pos, uh, prospect and ended up you know sticking with uh, football and rightfully so. He's a friggin' stud. But I thought that was a I thought it was a little cool tidbit because I did not expect yeah. that. But you know, AJ just loved baseball. Um, and they do. moving into the Phillies, so the Phillies are getting hot. They are. They're, getting, they're actually doing very well. Three. It's June, baby. Three-game win streak. Castellanos is just – he's on a revenge tour. He just looks disgustingly good. He looks comfortable at the plate, and he's dropping bombs. Absolute bombs. Uh, Trey Turner, Trey Scheisse is showing up a little I bit. I heard. I saw the home run from – or two home runs from him. Yep, he had two home runs yesterday. He's actually starting to look like he's settling in. Looks like the World Baseball Classic Trey Turner. Yeah. Um, and it's just – it's June Schwarby. It's June Schwarby. He's back. He's, he's he had a a two run home run game. We, th- I think that was a uh, I think it was three games in a row where the Phillies had a um, had at least one batter like have like a I think it was two extra base hits or like two home runs or something like that. Yeah. Um, but Phillies are looking to keep it rolling with Bartolo Colon Jr. <laughs> he does look close. He does. I'll I'll give you that. It's Mostly just, in the Mets. It's just Colon is also significantly shorter. Yes. Very true. <laughs> um. But Tyvon Walker, he he's looking to like put up a, a decent start because he's been he's he's had a rough few goes to be honest, and he was supposed yep. to be our, our number three behind Wheeler and Nola. Then they Wheeler's starting to click into it. He's pitching Nola, tomorrow, right? Yeah, he's pitching tomorrow. Nola actually had a really good outing, so we'll see if he continues that. But that was pitching, a beautiful ninety-five mile sinker. Like I said, crazy. wait till June. That's when that's when baseball players it takes them a while to kind of get into a rhythm. Some yeah. people just you know you, you when you have your year you're having your year. But um, yeah, so even can... even JT Ramuto starting to pick yeah. it up a little bit. So that's exactly what we wanted to see. Um, so I'm excited. I, I'm really excited for Cassiano. He's having yeah. a, he's having a goddamn year. Um, and then staying on Philly sports one last time at least. Oh no, we got the union too. But this no, is course. this is uh, something that we don't normally talk about. We don't because team. the season's over and we didn't want to talk about it. But now and we have to because we're sad. Just atrocious. Still the atrocious. Flyers. Danny Briere decided. You know what? I'm going to come out swinging during the free agency. Not yes. free agency. Like during the off season. Even this is the Stanley Cup too. So yeah. He made a fantastic trade. So Ivan Provorov. Yep. He was a defensive player. We gave him a pretty hefty contract and uh a lot of flyers like fans were actually really excited for him but he just did not perform wasn't you know just did not have a good season wasn't really bought into it um they traded him yeah so it was a a three-team trade with the uh columbus blue jackets and the uh, los angeles kings Mm -hmm. the trade involved um flyers giving up Provorov, and they get a first 
two second rounders. Oh, good. A prospect, uh, Helge Granz, who a lot of people are saying is really good. And good. They're, they're expecting him to, you know, perform. Good. Cal Peterson, a goalie who backup goalie or could be the new goalie. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. And Sean Walker, uh, defensive, uh, defensive back who. Honestly, for giving up Provorov, that's a fantastic call. That it is, yeah. And we uh, need new talent. We do. Yeah, we. I mean, the only thing that's annoying is that everyone is uh, like, so we'll, real quick. Provorov ended up going to the Blue Jackets, and uh, Los Angeles got uh, like a few players, and they yeah. take a portion of Provorov's contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but on that same note, I, it, it a lot of people are upset of the fact of certain news that Carter Hart is going to get traded. Yeah, there's. It's a trade involving the goalie Carter Hart, but there's not anything is done yet. It's no. still in the works. Carter Hart has been a fantastic goalie though for the Flyers, so it'd be a very sad, a sad moment if he does leave. He's twenty four too. He's young, so he'll have time to develop in his career. And unfortunately, if he moves somewhere else, then like every other Flyers player. He's going to go on and do bigger and better things. 100%. Just like Gudis. Just because we were talking about him earlier, because I was was talking to AJ about how I always want to buy a jersey, a new jersey, because all I have is my Gossip Spear one. And And he's gone too. He's been gone. But I'm like, nah, I'm not going to buy the jersey. Who knows what's going to happen? Sure enough, Gudis got traded. Then uh, he went to the Capitals, and now he's on the Panthers playing for the Stanley Cup, but he just got injured, so hopefully he's okay. Um, And then... Carter Hart may be traded, so I'm like glad I didn't get the goalie jersey I, yet either. I really hope not because uh, – so a lot of people, obviously, they don't want – nice. So just real quick, Walker just had a, a quick one, two, three it, uh, mm-hmm. first inning, Pitch which is fantastic. Looked really good. Um, but Carter Hart, everyone was – obviously, everyone's really upset because he's, he's, he's got extreme potential. He's young. He's a good goalie. He's a goddamn wall. And – a big thing too is that like if you were going to trade Carter Hart, you had generational like prospects in the last draft. Yeah, that you could have gotten if you traded Carter Hart, and so like trading him now does not make any sense, no, especially after that Provorov trade. I think that you're in a lot better situation than before. I agree, um, but obviously time will tell. I really, really hope Provorov doesn't, uh, or not Provorov doesn't. I hope uh, Carter doesn't get traded, um, but we'll see. Um, yep. But there is there is there's some controversial stuff going on uh, <laughs> in in the world of esports right now. Like there's very, controversy everywhere. It, it, there really is. Do we want to get into union real quick? Yeah, let's get into the union right. before we get into that. All right. So regarding the union, they're on a three uh, game winning streak right now. Um, they w- had a draw and then they had another win before that. So unfortunately, their winning streak got broken. But they've moved up the standing so much. The last time we had our podcast, I think they were like ranked sixth or seventh behind Atlanta United. They are now in the top three. Yeah. So Philadelphia Union is killing it. I honestly am considering making my end game bet where I do the one with the Union, the Phillies, and the uh, Eagles all to get back to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the finals, and you know the World Series, and make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, otherwise. We want to get into LCS and then we'll go through everything else. Yeah, I do because I, I do want to touch on this because it is mm-hmm. it is pretty uh, pretty crazy what's happening. So yes. to kind of give you um, some some background, controversy. Noise, yeah, League of Legends. We we had a whole episode on it. it their main um, you know American uh, league is LCS. Um, I don't they, know what it stands for. I forget what it stands for too. Um, but that's not League that, that, Central Station. I, I don't it's know. not even close. No. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, LCS is is in a huge uh, bout of controversy because all, it, all the players walked out. 
Every single one walked out. Um, the reason this started is because they act. I'm pretty sure they got rid of a lot of uh, like the developmental teams. League Championship Series. I had to look it called. up. Anyway, um, yeah. So basically, from what I understand, is a lot of there was called the NACL. Yes. Yeah, so there's the LCS, which is the League Championship Series. Think that major leagues. Mm-hmm. NACL is their minor leagues. Yep. Under that would be your collegiate and stuff like that too, like your regional circuits. Yeah. Every major team, LCS-wise, had to have a minor team. Yep. The problem was, there wasn't, was there not just enough people, or is it just not making money? So, they they cut it to, to save money. But yes. They, they weren't supposed to, I think. They weren't supposed to. It was supposed to be a, a huge rule where, like, every single team had a, a pretty much, it was, it was called a rookie team. Yeah. yeah, a rookie team. Yeah. Um, and... There was already controversy there because they weren't paying them that well. Yeah. Especially with people like in the LCS getting paid like friggin' hundreds of thousands of dollars when, you know, NACL can't even get like a livable wage. Sounds like AAA baseball to me. Exactly. But they got rid of it and that that wasn't even the final straw. The final no. straw was that um they the league essentially made it so that like none of the, the players can have a vote. Like they Nope. They like, just said, Yeah, you're out, you're done. Yeah, they were like, We're gonna like LCS is gonna control everything. It's not like, you know, like the NFL uh oh my Ooh, god. Deep left field, right field, and it's gone. June Schwerby is back, baby. He hit a home Ooh, run. Home um, run, bottom of the first inning. I think it was three to two to count. I don't even it know. It was two two. Two two to count. It was a nice Home run to right field, probably three or four uh, rows in. Very nice. June Schwarby is back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting back to it. Sorry. So this is what the uh, the it pretty much is the players' association of the which LCS is like wrote. basically thing union like for players' unions for other sports. Exactly. As they said tonight, one thing is is back in clear focus. Players are the LCS. Without players, there's no league and there's no esport. From day one, exclusion from the decision making process drove the LCSPA players to vote to walk out. The future of the NACL and the LCS is too big to decide overnight and without player considerations. So LCS is trying to move forward with a lot of things um, yeah. without the players like say so, which is very unethical essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them are, are, are not looking too good because they're looking to cancel the whole season. Yep. Uh, and the reason why there was a massive walkout for professional side, like the LCS side and the NACL side, so all the players basically walked out and aren't budging. Mm-hmm. So all the teams are scrambling to figure out what to do. But the company, Riot Games, that and everyone that's hosting LCS, they're just going to say, we're going to give you basically two weeks to figure it out, or we're going to cut, we're going to just cancel this season. Yep. Now, the funny thing is, the people that they said, oh, we're just going to remove you now, these teams are calling them back because they need players that bad. Now, the other thing is, they used to be like a requirement that you have to be a certain rank in the game. The highest one known as Challenger. Yep. Which I think, if I'm correct, and I'm not, I didn't look it up, I don't know. I think it's like 0.1%. Like 0.1%. I think it's, I think it's less than It may that. be 0.01%. I think it's less than that. Of League of Legends in North America, the people are at that caliber. It is a very, very prestigious rank and only three i think it's 300 people only get challenger it allowed in the system yeah you actually have to beat out other people in rankings to yeah get ch- I, th- I think isn't it like 80 percent of, of of players silver world well it's it's a mixture of bronze, bronze silver and silver and yeah it's and those three and then if you go beyond that that's when you take the game way too seriously that's that's when you're above average yes <laughs> but, it, 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 you mean it's you're better than most people 
But yeah, what's crazy is they got rid of that requirement, so literally anyone can just play. And they got yeah. So if me, AJ, and three or other of our friends want to be scabs and play, mm-hmm. they would see the worst shen of all time. But we'd be down for it. Yep, you'd see a lot of last hitting, not getting last hit. But yep. uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I think I, I wanted to bring that up because that was actually very kind of crazy news because like they are fumbling the bag so badly with yes they had such momentum and especially with covid they had a chance to pretty much like bring so many people in Mm. and make this like a household like sport essentially um and they they, now they're just making it work which yeah what's weird too is in valorant the same company riot owns valorant which is like a different game it's It's a first person shooter yeah um they did the exact thing that they're not doing with with League. Yeah. Ooh. Is they let... Ooh. Uh-oh. Bryce Harper. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Ah, fucker. Ah, ball don't lie. He should have gotten kid nah. on that one pitch. But, oh, no, he totally should have. But, yeah, so Riot literally did this with Valorant players where um, the Valorant players were are able to, like, vote and decide. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're able to keep their, like, the pretty much yeah. the rookie teams. Like, it... It doesn't make sense to me that the same exact company will not do the same exact process. I think they Valorant. just don't see the money in it, though. That's why. Because... <sighs> Comparing the two games, Valorant is an up-and-coming game still. Mm-hmm. It also, it granted, it ha- does have a competition with another game called Counter-Strike, yeah. um, which is a very older game, but... Which will never beat out. No, but it's getting getting high viewership. It's still emerging. It's still a fun game, and it's new, yeah. whereas League of Legends is old. I think it's like, what, would we say 15 years old, something like that? At least. It's fucking old. The problem is, oh, Bryce is mad. Um, the thing is, the learning curve with that game also is incredibly steep. So people that join to play this game, I think, is diminishing in returns. Because if you watch, like, if you watch the actual games going on, like, live with people, most of the people that are there are going to be in their 20s and 30s that have been playing this game since they were 15 years old. Well, so what's funny is that worldwide... Like, league viewership is only skyrocketing. Yeah, it's still going up because we're also focused on other countries' teams. One of the biggest ones is in Korea, um, which is known as T1, with the, one of the best players in the world. His name is Faker. Essentially Tom Brady. Yes. Imagine Tom Brady. Oh, I'll write to him. Um, and I still want to see T1 Faker versus Team DS Bazone. It's Vagar. We'll see what happens. Do you know what DS stands for? No. Dog shit. Nice. <laughs> oh. But like... Dog shit. Mazone Faker. But yeah, so Worlds is, is, is still popping off of viewership. But, oh, yeah. But absolutely. LCS is actually declining at a rapid yeah. rate. So like, they're only... If they cancel, they're only killing themselves even worse. But yeah, that is what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much it from the, uh, the LCS side. Otherwise, a lot of other crazy controversial shit's going on in Sad the world of sports. Shit. Um, let me get the easy one out of the way first. So Formula One with the Spanish Grand Prix. Okay, thank God. I'm getting the easy one first. I'll get horses out of the way. Yeah, next. I was really worried you were using Verstappen won again. Oh my God, are we shocked at this point? Nope. No. All right, we're moving on for that part. <laughs> Hamilton and Russell got two and three. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Sergio Perez. This is actually big. He uh, qualified in 11th, but he brought himself back up to P4. Okay. Solid. However, there's been t- um, rumors spreading around that they aren't happy with Perez's performance and qualifying and everything like that, and there's even talk of him potentially being replaced. Oh, wow. Now, this is, again, speculation, so I don't 
again, I don't check sources for this. I just want, I go online, look it up. I'm being real with you. I don't go crazy. Where it's online means it's true. Exactly. Reddit especially. <laughs> but this is based off photos of him and his, you know, like train or head coach basically like working through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't think he's leaving yet. I think Sergio is a fantastic racer. I think he also has to re- I think they're also telling him the truth though at the same time. Yeah. Max is winning this thing. Yeah. No matter what you do, you're if you're here with Red Bull, you're going to always be number 2. Now, will that change his mind and make him go somewhere else? Maybe. Does Red Bull need Sergio? No, because you have Max. Yeah. But you want to have a number 2 that races just as good as Max, that's Sergio. So if he can, if Sergio were to go to a different um, car or different, uh, what's it called, place, he would have a chance. But Red Bull's car is so good, it's quite literally twenty four seconds better than yeah. the next leading car. Yeah. So Red Bull right now is just a dynasty that's going to dominate for the years to come. Um, but I did want to bring up my favorite thing that's happening right now because they got rid of him and he's still my boy no matter what. Uh, McLaren. McLaren, you're sucking Mm-mm. terribly. Lando, you're in 17th. Figure your shit out. Uh, Piastri, you got 13th. You design know this is your first season, so I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Otherwise, fix your shit and get out. Um, Esteban and Pierre Gasly, the two Frenchmen in Alpine, getting double points. Solid. Nice. Anyway, back to the sad news. Horses died again. Jesus. <laughs> I was saying Jesus on the fact that like it's consistently happening. Yep, Churchill Downs, horse deaths. Released the first three reports. There was more horses that died recently at the track. I think they actually closed down everything, too. And there's even um, more shit going on. Basically, another horse known as Parents Pride collapsed near the 316th pole during a five-and-a-half furlong turf race. Her sixth career start. Um, basically, there is there was drug and toxicology reports done. No sub- uh, prohibited substances. And that's the... I want to make... That very aware. No prohibited. Prohibited substances. Um, everything else was fine. Everything was sound during the pre-race exams. Um, there was change in, when it comes to ne- neck, op- neck opracy report. Necropsy. Necropsy. Dead person, dead horse report. Revealed mild to moderate changes. Necropsy. Huh. Doesn't want to work. <laughs> That's, that's he pulled sad. it up on Google. I wanted to see. So there was a little uh, tech t- technical difficulty. Yep. So oh. <laughs> here's how we're going to do this because we just lost a lot of that. And it, we talked about horse racing and a lot of horses dying. So there was a necrop- necropsy report. Nothing really changed in it. So they're not really sure. I got money on there's new drugs that are coming out in the horse racing world that are making horses die. That's all I'm going to leave it with. Make it short, sweet, to the point. Uh, that works. Going on to UFC real quick for the UFC event that happened last week on Saturday, June 3rd, uh, 2023. I'm so pissed, I but I'm going to speed through it. When we looked up uh, the Cropsy, it just stopped the It the stopped recording. everything. <laughs> Two fighters from Tajikistan. If you don't know where Tajikistan is, that is in between China, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, or Turkmenistan, and... Somewhere, somewhere else. Somewhere else. I lost track. I'm sorry. I'm a little flustered that I just talked for like 10 minutes and nothing <laughs> happened. Either way, Moon and Grofoff was one of the fighters. Unfortunately, lost to a headbutt doing a Street Fighter 4 move. Um, Barlog doing a straight-up headbutt. Impressive. Not the right fight. Next time he does somebody does a Hadouken against him, he's covered. Hadouken. Anyway, 
Uh, the other one, the big one, Jamie Malarkey, the big uh, rising star in the lightweight division, got shut down by Muhammad Naimov in a short-notice fight for Na- Muhammad. He, uh, Jamie was feeling confident in the second round. He went in, hands below, got clipped, and it was done. He got performance of the night, an extra 50K. Tajikistan was partying. Otherwise, once again, Jim Miller absolutely knocked the fuck out of Jesse Butler. Jim Miller is 39, and he wants to fight up till UFC 300. We are currently at 289, so 11 to go. Wow. Beyond that, Alex Oasis versus Daniel Pienda. That was basically a fantastic fight for Alex. Currently ranked 15th in the featherweight division and on his way back up. He's been, he's been in the UFC for about 10 years. He's been fucking killing it. And I'm glad to see him finally starting to rise back up. Okay, back to where I started. <laughs> Lastly, we have Kai Car France versus Amir Albazai. And that was the controversial one. It wasn't super close, but it was close. It was close to where you're like, all right, that was a close fight. But for the majority of people, they were saying Kai Car France won this three rounds to two, where this went to a split decision for Amir. Um, some of the rounds that were given to Amir were clearly rounds that Kai Car France won due to striking and control. There was one round, definitely, that was Amir's because he did have ground control, submission attempts, everything to basically win it. And the sad thing is the same two judges uh, keep coming up, Sal Amato and Chris something. I can't remember his last name because I'm choosing not to. Um, basically, though, this is getting worse to the point that certain agents or mixed um, fighting organizations are starting to pull out um, with wherever these judges would be registered with. So they don't have to deal with them fighting with or judges right now in this in mixed martial arts and in boxing have been very troublesome recently. I've been stressing about it for the pet while and it's really ruining the enjoyment of the sport, especially when, you know, literally I've now been keeping an eye on who the judges are to make sure I don't place bets if I ever did. But at the same time, now, if I know who's judging it, I might as well bet on the one that we think. They want to win. Like, not even us. I'm thinking UFC. Yeah. Because they probably want, in this case, because Kai Car, keep this in mind. Here's my crackpot tinfoil hat theory. Kai Car France has already fought against the champ. Yeah. He lost. Yeah. Uh, Amir Albazai has not. Obviously, he's only ranked seventh. He's still climbing his way up. There is an event coming up in October in Dubai. And that is one of the bigger ones because the UFC does have a lot of ties to Dubai and UAE because of Fight Island. When uh, Corona hit, they had a whole island there basically to do continue UFC without getting fucked. So, obviously, Dubai, UAE have huge connections to mixed martial arts. So, now imagine, because he's now ranked three, Amir, ranked number three, taking on the champion after his fight, um, coming up in a couple weeks in October. Doesn't that sound like it makes sense? It makes sense. You have, you know, somebody, again, that's from the, um, the Middle Eastern area, go in to fight for the title. Makes a lot of sense. Why would you have the same guy that's already lost to him once? No offense to Kai. I love him. What's his odds? Um, Right now or during the fight? Right now. Uh, this is pre- This is the last fight, so it's not going to show the next oh, okay. Because that hasn't been set yet. True. But that's my thought process, which also leads to the next card, too, because this is important as well. UFC 289, Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana. 
Nunez is going to win. I'm, that's all I got. I don't. Yeah. Nunez, that, that's the only thing. The big one's the lightweight fight. Number one, Charles Oliveira versus number four, Benelli Darnouche. So, this is big because whoever wins this will fight Islam Makhchev in October in Dubai um, for the lightweight title. Charles is the former lightweight champion and has lost to Islam. Benelli is the number four ranked uh, fighter who was supposed to fight Islam. Fight got canceled last minute for something that happened. I forget what. They haven't met yet. Benelli is probably the biggest sleeper in the lightweight division because of his great wrestling and good striking. Um, overall, has just been a uh, under-the-radar fighter. The problem is, regarding the UFC, he draws no attention whatsoever. Mm. And it's a shame because he is a fantastic fighter. If he wins, he's finally going to get his title shot because he's been passed over a couple times already. Yeah. Um, Islam has already uh, fought Charles. He has um, fought uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, which, honestly, that's perfectly fine. That was a good one to have. And I'm just sitting there waiting for, basically, Benelli to get his shot. He should have got it a while ago, but they decided to book the Alex fight instead. So that's where we're at with this. Hopefully, the thing is, if it goes to decision... And it's close. I would put money on Charles Oliveira by decision because I think the judges will skew it that way, depending who the judges are. Um, so once again, UFC 289, Saturday, June 10th. So that's this weekend, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You can catch it on EFs, uh, ESPN Plus. I think this is a pay-per-view. With Nunez, I would assume it was. Yeah, it's a championship fight. So yeah, it is. Rough. <laughs> yeah, that's it's probably one that we're none of us gonna watch. No, I'll I'm gonna just check up later on that one. So I'm gonna move on to the next one later. Otherwise, I didn't. Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up. Here's more controversy. Oh, did you not hear about this? Oh, you have it up already. Thank yeah, you. yeah. The PGA Tour is merging with Live. Yep. Huh. Yeah. How about all that prestige? To give some background information, Liv is this uh, is is a it, so Liv is funded by Saudi Arabia's. Um, this is I'm reading this off of Yahoo Sports. Yep. Just Liv, funded by Saudi Arabia's virtually bottomless PIF, <laughs> grew out of a long running series of discussions between tour and Saudi officials that ultimately went nowhere. So they launched their own league, yep. and they poached uh, Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, yep. and. The whole thing was that, like, a lot of money, a lot of money, and a lot of money. A lot of money got people to buy, get into this sport. Exactly. Or got into this league. Well, but when Phil Mick, uh, Mickelson and uh, Dustin Johnson actually left, PJ Tour, or the, just PGA, was mm -hmm. like, hey, they're traitors to the PGA. You can't come back. Like, yeah. yeah. They were like, you're, you're, you're blacklisted. You're then you had Tiger Woods and uh, Roy McIlroy kind of like, you know, sticking up for the PGA and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, today, yeah, they are now merging. Yep. And my favorite, the winners of this whole thing is Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson. Yep. They got the money from Liv, and now they get to play back on the PGA Tour. Yep. And what's crazy is that a lot of the top people in PGA didn't know this was happening. Nope. Did not know this was happening. So I think either Saudi Arabia either gave them a shit ton of money. Or they realized something. Who just won the last PGA um, event? 
Pop uh, something, right? Yeah, I forget exactly. Unfortunately, what it was. and I'm not here to insult him. I'm very happy he won. Mm-hmm. But when people watch those events, they're looking for the big names. Yeah, well, they're he looking wasn't for Phil. Yeah, he wasn't. They're looking for. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the other guy's name? Dustin Johnson. Dustin, thank you. I forgot. Sorry. They're looking for Tiger. They're looking for all that. Obviously, they're looking for every famous person that they know. The name, the common names of golf. Exactly. So when. They realize probably like, oh, we're going to lose ratings. Oh, they're going to just give, like, they're going to, you know, make us lose money. That's the big part. They're going to make us lose money. Fuck ethics. They're going to go, all right, yeah, you know, we were trying to be honor bound. Saudi Arabia has a lot of shit in their past. We know. Mm -hmm. But money talks more than anyone else. And the the thing that's funny, too, is that no details have come out of this. They just say that they're joining. So, like, we have no idea what was offered. No idea what the talks were. A couple it is billion. Just, the, the only thing we know is that they're merging, and that's kind of crazy. But I, I got money on billions. I do. There, there is. It's a game, and I know I'm going to say this because a lot of us played this game. Was that today? It was today. Oh, my God. June's. So there's this game called RuneScape, and I know a good— Not like, RuneScape 3, you youngins. Nope. OG RuneScape. Old school RuneScape. Yes. And there was this huge thing. So this this the first player ever to achieve nine nine construction, which is like you build your house, do all all these things, and it was really hard to get. But so yeah, I mean, that game is a grind, doesn't it? It is a grind to get to ninety nine. It's a pain. It takes it takes months, even years. Just sometimes. to note this, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. When you reach level ninety two, all the experience that you did from level one to level ninety two. To get to 93 is all that experience right then and there. Yep. 92 literally means you're halfway to 99. Yeah, which is it's crazy. So, we got, so a guy, uh, he was the first player to achieve 99 construction, right? And he hosted this house party. In-game. In-game, in-game. It's all so you, in-game. You, yeah, you can host, it's all in-game. So you can host house parties in-game and everything, but um, there was like so, like so, pe- so pretty much you can do combat in, in the house, Normally, yeah, when you're, when you're, you can like joke fight. Yeah, when you're out and about, you can't do this unless you're in specific, specific areas, areas to do something known as and player like, versus player. Yeah, and they're deep into the map, so like you literally have to be going in there to 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 fight. Like you know, you're going there to fight. Yeah. Um. Well, people were fighting in like combat, like act like pits and stuff like that, and the house like so many people were in there that you had to literally kick people out of the house. Yep. Because it was literally like closing up the game, and what happened was. When you when everyone got kicked out of the house, people that were in combat literally still had the ability to fight whoever they wanted. Yep. So there was a whole bunch of people going around and just like it. Literally, this today in game history was the Falador massacre, which was a nightmare to many children playing at that time. It was te- it. They they call it the six 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 glitch. Yeah, makes sense. But I thought that was really that's actually that was, very. Good history fact right there. Because that was in two, June June 6, 2006 is when this occurred. That was 20 years ago. So, like, no, that, that... Not 20 years ago. What the I fact idiot? that... The, yeah, no. The fact that lore <laughs> from that, from that ago, specific okay. game was so well known that it became literally the Falador Massacre. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to that me. That was crazy. Um, It's going to be a shorter episode, and I, I genuinely apologize to Bill for looking up necropathy because <laughs> uh, they'd yeah. have to kind of catch up with That's that all right um 
But hang on, before we do that, what? I have to check my email. But I want to see how. Co- do we have an that. email? I That's no. You're gonna check for me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on all right. Twitter. All right, you do your tweets. I'm gonna check for an email. Right I don't away. think we have any tweets. But I don't think we got we, an email. We did either. have a few people, you know, liking and and, hey, and retweeting. New people, all new people are just oh, liking yeah, and retweeting. And our our most favorited uh re- like tweet is a. It was a picture of uh, Damian Lillard in, in a, a Philadelphia gear, and I well we tweeted out this or bring Jimmy home. I don't care how unre- un- how unrealistic it is, and everyone was like, "Yes, we like this." So we're getting traction, but we want traction from the people listening. We want to talk to you guys, and Billy is so upset. I can see the, the deflated face. Fucking send one email. We just want. You know I, what our last email was? Yeah. What? May fifteenth. Really? Yes. Who was it? Epi, epi, oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's We for, had to log in real that's quick for, for yeah, Epidemic for, Sound. And I, I want to give a shout-out to Matt Grant, because he constantly, when, when we were at uh, Memorial yes. Day, he was he talking us up a storm, saying he always listens to us. Same with Wilson. Same with Wilson. Same with my grandfather. And I know for a fact you guys listen, so just do us a favor and tweet just us. Just fucking email us, too, Matt Wilson. I've already told Ronald, you. I will answer her. Ronald, you're right behind me. Just fucking send I know you're on email. your iPad, too, so you better. So please, email. please reach out to at AB Sports Media and email us at Bill. Bill and AJ. Yeah, Bill and AJ Media at gmail.com. So once again, because now I'm pissed, my name's AJ. And I am Bill. And thank you for listening to AB Sports Media, the podcast. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. If gambling has become a problem for you or for someone you know, please call 1-800-GAMBLER to seek free, confidential, 24-7 problem gambling assistance. You can also text SUPPORT to 533-42 to get more information about problem gambling behavior.